You're a swimmer, a cyclist, a runner. You're a triathlete. You're a conqueror of the multi-sport mentality. You seek greatness in your everyday life. But as an age grouper, your forte is the physical fitness that you strive for. Endurance is your middle name. You're listening to the Age Grouper for Life podcast, the ultimate source for living the triathlon lifestyle. Colin and Elliot will discuss the most optimal training techniques to get you where you want to be mentally and physically so you're ready to bring it. You can do it. Ready to bring it? Welcoming your host, Peak Triathlon and USAT certified coaches, Colin Cook and Elliot Kawaoka. Hello, everybody. This is Colin Webb. Hey, guys. It's Elliot. And this is episode 37 of the Age Grouper for Life podcast, where today we're going to continue to talk about COVID, not specifically, but how that's uh, affecting racing and training and just uh, the overall mental state, I think, is is almost the biggest piece of it um, for us as age group uh, multi-sport athletes here. So um how's life elliot hey i'm enjoying it the weather's warming up and we've been swimming in our lake almost every single day i've made it a goal to swim about ten thousand or more every week so yeah i mean i've always kind of worked at home so like i told you in past podcasts nothing really has changed much other than races being postponed or canceled so yeah but still uh Still got St. George on the list there, right? Still, yeah, uh, actually, no, I'm doing uh, Coeur d'Alene next, next year, the full. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Because, Good I don't job. know, it, it's really hard. I kind of looked at it, it's like, all right, they postponed it till September, but who knows if races are going to happen in September. And so, like, yeah. I just, I don't know, you know what Ironman training is like, and when you're mm-hmm. kind of like, guessing on is this race going to happen or not yeah 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 i didn't want to go through another round of that so i'm like i'm just going to go next year because i don't know i'm going to be in the sport for life until i can't walk anymore so there's really no rush into doing another iron man when i really don't know if it's going to happen or not so yeah that's understandable yeah and i think that's uh exactly what a lot of people are dealing with here and you know everybody's handling it uh, in their own way I think um, but uh, you know we just want to talk about some some different things of, of how this really could turn into an awesome opportunity to uh, to do some different things you know work on some weaknesses all kinds of different focuses um, you know so um, yeah let's let's dive into that so um, first and foremost I mean you, you just hit on it but uh, you're working remotely um i've been working remotely my wellness center is shut down but uh for my it job i haven't had to to travel at all so uh i've been home a lot and uh my training reflects that it's been uh it's been good you're ready to go pro now (laughs) (laughs) never my friend never um but uh yeah feeling uh feeling pretty fit i must say uh you know finally uh i've been open water swimming the last few weeks here and uh 
it's not that it's been uh you know my specialty to say the least since uh at any point but uh um the swim times have slowed down a little bit but uh back at it and swimming at least a couple times a week uh which uh is great to do and uh yeah with the warmer weather coming and now it's even you know you don't even need any booties or neoprene cap here in in the uh, new england here for the places i've been swimming it's it's really just good solid open water season which is really nice so um that's good what's the any idea what the water temp is in your lake there um it's close to 70 so it's been really nice and i mean we kind of live in the same like the days are super long (laughs) so i feel like i can get my morning workout in and then do an afternoon workout and then i mean it doesn't get dark till nine so there's been days where i swim at eight o'clock and it's, it's so nice i mean Usually totally. it's usually it's the time of the year when we're racing a lot, so it's been kind of nice to like kind of space out the training and the days are like they just seem super long. So getting in a lot of training and a lot of quality sessions, and I'm I'm enjoying it, even though there's no races going on. But yeah, absolutely. I mean, so again, for every um, I shouldn't say everybody by any means, but uh, a lot of people working at home and you know thanks to everybody that's on the front lines and uh supporting uh you know their communities as we get through this but um for a lot of people their their lives have changed and uh you know they're they're down to to no commute and uh it's just a great chance to be able to to spend more time training or sleeping and recovering and uh you know there's really some some great things that could happen from this extra time we have here so didn't you tell me the other day on the phone um that you didn't want to ever go back to work again (laughs) (laughs) you know i still uh i still will, will say this i mean i hate the reason of why we're home um but this has definitely been a good reflection period for me and um despite my business being closed for two and a half months and not really being sure if we're going to survive to be perfectly blunt but uh i still think there's been more positives for me and my family out of this than negatives yeah so um so yeah you know i've really enjoyed training you know i've trained every day um and uh you know now run a couple marathons uh PR to 10k the other day and um it's just been fun um so you know that's really what i've decided to focus on and it's it's not what i had planned obviously for this year um but it's it's just uh you know we have to adapt to the environment that we're being provided with and you know that there's just so many different things that we can be doing and focusing on rather than dwelling on the fact that we don't know when our next race is going to be. Um, and even if they end up being canceled for the rest of the year here, yeah. you know, to me, that's just like, it's already, it's already, I've already went well past that and I don't really care. Um, right. you know, do I want to race? Absolutely. And I'd love to race tomorrow if I could, but, um, you know, it, it's not going to happen and that's, that's fine with me. You know, I can still go out and push myself and get better. And, you know, um, for me right now, I'm kind of shifting to definitely done my fair share of running the last couple months and still riding a good amount, but I want to improve on the bike. I feel like that's a, a weakness of mine or where, uh, some of the other guys I'm competing with are, are stronger than me. And, uh, I want to go out there and, uh, you know, get that FTP up and just improve my overall speed on the bike. 
you know. And, um, you know, if I was getting ready for a half Ironman right now, um, you know, I'd still be trying to improve, but uh, I wouldn't be able to put in the focus uh, on that and, and do the other things I've done previously, um, you know, if I was getting ready for that race. So, um, you know, again, there's just so much opportunity and, you know, it's reflecting on that and making sure that you're in the right, right mindset makes all the difference in the world. You know, if you're again, just annoyed and frustrated and saying, Oh, you know, and, and maybe you got to think about why you're doing the sport too. And I challenge everybody to really think about it. You know, is it only to get that finisher medal? Um, if so, maybe, you know, maybe it's time to, to think about that. And is, is this really for you? Or, you know, are you looking to be, you know, somebody that's staying healthy, living a healthy lifestyle, you know, hopefully being a role model to your kids and your community. Um, and, you know, the races are a piece of that, but they're just a piece of it and not the everything. Yeah. And I think that's really what, uh, what it comes down to when, um, you know, getting out with, uh, with my kids too more and, and being able to spend time outdoors, you know, which for some people may be a lot harder. Obviously, if you're living in the city with the restrictions and things, it's a lot different than certainly for me living in the sticks of New Hampshire. Um, I can go out and it really hasn't impacted me nearly as much. Um, but, uh, it's still in everybody's situation is different, but, uh, I really encourage everybody to just think about, you know, what, how can they make the best of this time? You know, and um, if that's working on, you know, home projects and uh, like a lot of people are doing and uh, actually and Elliot's been busy doing too, I guess, is, yep. uh, you know, improving the house. That's great. Um, but if you're, you know, somebody that's uh, wanting to get better in triathlon, I, I, I think there's there's no better opportunity than right now to do that. Um, you know, especially for us Northeasterners or even, you know, in cold weather, winter climates, you know, we, we have some limitations and it can be challenging. We've talked about that before, um, when it comes to training, when you're inside or it's really cold out, but it's almost like you're in, you know, what I consider, we consider to be the out season during the winter. I mean, excuse me, during the summer, which is awesome, you know, and, uh, there's uh, a great chance to do some different things and uh, we'll jump on it a little bit, but uh, I'll talk about some of the other ideas that maybe you want to look into for different things we can do during this time. But uh, reflection and, you know, working, if you are working with a coach, you know, talking to your coach about what may be something that you can focus on, I think is, is really important. Yeah. Because, I mean, you hit it right in the head. It is kind of like an out season because, I mean, it, it is. It's. A, I mean, I, I actually like the out season because it's a time where I could focus on anything I want, and there's no pressure on. Oh, I have a certain event coming up, and I just have to kind of focus on that. I mean, you can focus on your weaknesses. You can. I mean, you can kind of do whatever you want, which is really nice. I mean, this week, this upcoming weekend, I've just. I don't know. I I kind of set like monthly goals for myself and i'm gonna try that uh that everest challenge on zwift i'm gonna try that's on my list to talk about here let's let's (laughs) let's jump right into some different ideas on some different things so so you're gonna go for it huh we'll see uh (laughs) it's a long time on the bike um it sure is it sure is um 
Yeah, I mean, even um, a gal in our triathlon club, uh, she did a half Everest, which is incredible. And I think, uh, shoot, I can't remember exactly how long it took her nine and ten, nine or ten hours to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's just uh, it's a long time. Um, and uh, I mean, the pros that uh, they keep breaking the record, right? I think it's down to what seven and a half hours or somewhere around there, seven hours and change. Yeah. Um, but I guess we should probably explain what is Everesting. Um, or go ahead, Elliot, if you want to explain it's, that. It's, what is it, 29, a little over 29,000 feet of vertical climbing in a single ride. Which is the equivalent to Mount Everest, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. So that's why they cool. refer to it as Everesting. Um, but yeah, so, you know, what a lot of people are doing in the pros and, you know, whether it's uh one mile climb, you know, or, or segment that they're doing over and over, or I think the guy that just broke it recently, and it's probably already been broken again, but uh, he was doing about roughly a 30 minute climb, you know, so you go up, turn around, do it again, up, turn around, do it again, and uh, doing just doing that over and over again for, for many hours. And I think so, the indoor platforms like Zwift, and I, I think it makes it a little easier because you do can you you can be in a controlled environment you can take as many kind of break mini breaks as you yeah. want so i think in a way it's it might be a little easier but i mean still it's i, I think it's going to take me around <laughs> at least 10 hours <laughs> oh yeah yeah i would suspect i mean you uh you got the the low weight so that will uh help you for sure as opposed to uh big guy like me but yeah um, so if any of you guys yeah, you, are familiar with zwift and the alp to zwift it's eight i, I calculated it's a, it's 8.5 times up alp it's 8.5 times up yeah. okay so yeah that's not that uh, i mean it's that's yeah not you kind easy of break it up i mean it takes uh, about an hour to climb it um yeah. maybe a little over an hour uh, if i'm trying to pace myself on it but right i mean so it really is like eight times an hour at I don't know. Yeah, I mean, for some people, it's definitely longer for yeah. sure. Yeah. Um, you know, so if you if you do it, you're gonna try and do it on Swift. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Good for you. Yeah, um, that's definitely something I'm I'm considering here. I've been toying with looking at some places outdoors to maybe do it as well. Well, your crazy um, ass has, has been doing outdoor marathons. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Just what you broke two? You went two fifty one the other day. Come on now, two forty nine. Two forty nine. Really, just wow. under two fifty. I, uh, yeah. So uh, my buddy Lucas and I ran um, as part of the coast to coast virtual marathon uh, a couple weeks ago now, and uh, we did a loop um, that uh, was uh, modified one of the loops or two of the loops, I guess, to to get the right distance. But uh, um, four loops, pretty rolly, um, and uh, we kind of kept a. Uh, a solid steady kind of pace for the first three loops and then uh i kind of saw that we we're going to be right around 250 or we're planning it look like to be a little bit over it and i decided to, to push it at the end and uh ended up going just under 250 so um it was good it you're in was, your best uh, shape ever that's what i told you the other day what's that you're in your best shape ever that's what i told you the other day it's it's going pretty good yeah to follow that up the next weekend uh granted it was on the track but uh um ran uh what a little under 34 and a half for 10k um you know the week after a marathon um i thought was uh, i was happy with and um 
definitely uh, feeling strong with the run fitness. So I guess our point is like we we both have picked certain. I, I wouldn't call them mini goals, but goals that we kind of look forward to to kind of give us motivation to keep on training. And I mean, that's kind of what it's been like for the past over 10 years for us. It's, yeah. it doesn't really have to do with racing. It just has to do with challenging yourselves and, or challenge, challenging ourselves, picking a challenge and doing it. And I don't know. I, I think it just makes us both feel better. I mean, I think just accomplishing a goal and you training for it. I mean, I, I think that just, it just yeah i mean and again just going back to the shift, I mean, right you know going back to the shift in in our plan for the year i mean you know i've been vocal about the fact that i'm not a fan of running standalone marathons but <laughs> yet in the last uh you know six weeks i've run two <laughs> so um you know would i have done that uh if i was planning to have the season i i had originally planned this year absolutely no way that would have happened yeah you know um, but uh, things change. We adapt to that training, uh, you know, or that that situation, or you know, we we get miserable and and you know, in most cases, fail, right? So, um, you know, another thing I'd like to talk about is just the uh, Zwift and the environment that Zwift provides. Um, so, for my um, for peak clients as well as northeast multi-sport members our local triathlon club we've been riding um we do hour and a half rides every tuesday and thursday morning uh on zwift where you know we can be banded together so regardless of what effort you're you're riding at you know everybody kind of stays together in a group and we do you know um different courses all the time and and we set up a zoom meeting so that we can chat during it and uh it's fantastic you know, it's uh, it's great to, to chit-chat in between the intervals. Uh, we did a really hard one on Tuesday, so there wasn't as much chit-chat for that one. But, uh, you know, it's um, it's just there's just so much to love about it. It's, it's, it's a great chance where I know, again, going back to, to Tuesday workout, um, I would I don't think I would have been able to push as, hard, push as hard as I had if it wasn't for the group being there, you know, and supporting each other um, as we were doing that together. Um, and you know, that's something that I experienced some during the winter, you know, with, uh, with some of the group rides I teach, but, um, outside of that, it's, it's really tough for me to be able to find that environment. Cause I usually have to train so early and, um, have some restrictions around when I can get out and, um, getting to even group rides and things are really tough for me at night. And, um, so it's been awesome to be able to, to ride with a group and, uh, and we've got a solid contingent of, I'd say, at least 10 people, usually 10 to 15 people that ride um, with us for each one of those. And um, the other thing that's, that's pretty interesting is we've already talked about is we're likely going to continue these rides even after things go back to our new normal whenever that, that ends up being. So, you know, the fact that it's safer, we don't have to worry about cars and different things like that is, is great. Um, but it's also a great controlled environment and to have the camaraderie and, and the experience with others now is, is just really cool. And especially at these times where, you know, um, contact is, is very minimal and, you know, we're all supposed to be staying home. Um, this is a chance to, to interact with, with fellow athletes. And so, 
Um, you know, I've actually, I, I did say it was for Beaker, um, Northeast Multisporters, but we welcome anybody that wants to join us. So if anybody would like to get on those rides at 6 a.m. Eastern, um, Tuesday or Thursdays, uh, let me know and I'd be happy to invite you to those. And uh, the more the merrier for all the things that we've been offering throughout this this time here. Yeah, and to add to that, I mean, you even see some of the pros <laughs> pros leading rides like uh, for Decimo Friday. Jan Ferdino leads that group yep. ride. I mean, that's very popular. And Becca, my wife, is really into the Holly Lawrence coffee ride on Monday mornings. It's just a recovery ride where everyone just chats and asks her questions. And there's also a Gwen Jorgensen run that Becca likes to doing. Um, she talks to her, and they just run around the Zwift track and so it's just like it's i think it's awesome that i mean everyone's getting involved and i mean it's a platform that anyone can use and it's really cool i mean the other day my my mom and and becca we all we did a three-person meetup and we just rode together and it's just i mean there really hasn't been a time where we could do something like that virtually exactly yeah yeah, I mean, and, you know, I think we've talked about this a little bit on previous episodes, but, uh, you know, there's there's a ride starting, you know, almost all the time, you know, every 15 minutes, if, if not less. Yeah, I mean, days. if you wanted to race, you can just go on right. there and be like, all right, 15 minutes, here's a random race, but there's a bunch of people signed up, I'll just try this one, and, I mean, there's always competition on there, and I think, I mean, it was popular before coronavirus, but... I think now that a lot of people are at home, I mean, that, I mean, you don't even see it on, you, I mean, there's Rovi, there's other platforms out there too, but I mean, it's, they've all become super popular. Right, exactly, yeah. Yeah, and uh, to that point, talking about Rovi here, so it is interesting that Ironman is making a few changes to their virtual tries there, right, and um and they're still, you know, offering 70.3 world slots based on that. But I'm glad at least they pulled in the reins a little bit and they're expecting, you know, in the competitive mode that you have to ride on Rovi, uh, you have to run outdoors. And uh, it's just pretty lame, if you ask me, with how much cheating has been going on in that. And uh, I just don't quite understand what people's mentality is to, to cheat like that or how they get gratification out of that but come on uh, they want to go to the world championship yeah <laughs> yeah um i suppose that uh um how, it would be interesting to see how they do there once they've uh, qualified in that way <laughs> i mean you um, see it on zwift all the time but you kind of have to like look past i mean there's yeah. going to be cheating in any kind of any kind of these like environments yeah. absolutely so yeah. i mean you, yeah. you kind of have you i mean i got pissed off at it the other day when i was racing and i mean you see guys that there's just no way that they could hold that kind of power i mean unless yeah. i've yeah. heard of you before so i mean you got to look past that and i mean there's always going to be cheaters out there i mean exactly but you know it's it still again comes back to it being an opportunity to improve and you know hey even if they are cheating doesn't mean you still can't beat them you know and and attempt to beat them anyways and and motivate yourself to push um you know 
And, you know, we just did uh, a virtual Olympic distance triathlon over the weekend. That was where I did the 10K as part of that. But uh, I did my first ever um, legit kind of, I don't want to call it an FTP test because I didn't feel like I performed that well. But, uh, (laughs) yeah, I did uh, do kind of a a strong, uh, for me, it was a, you know, 40K ended up uh i want to be under an hour just ended up going just over an hour um but uh it was a good hard effort that uh i've never done that before um you know so it was uh, a cool opportunity to do that and um it was it was nice to do so you know again this is this is a time when uh we can try those kind of things and, and do those things and um while we obviously strongly encourage having a coach and working the coach to help you through this stuff you know, there's also great opportunities to kind of have hall passes and do, you know, these types of cool stuff that we're talking about. Um, like we are definitely excited. And I think things are, are going in the right direction here in New Hampshire. Um, I did, uh, I swam in a, in the, my Hampshire Hills, my local, um, athletic club on Monday, you know, had my own lane and it's, you reserve a lane for an hour and, uh, that went great. And I think it's, it's really good gyms are opening up or have opened up in in uh new hampshire um but also uh we're gonna do a a, a ride of the kangamangas highway it's called in in uh upper new hampshire absolutely gorgeous ride that we love to do every year but uh you know there's gonna be a group of us meeting to do that um you know we'll stay safe throughout it but uh um Normally, I'd probably be a little bit more disciplined about my effort during that and uh, would be telling my clients to be, you know, pretty disciplined with it. But at this point, man, you want to go let it rip, let it rip, you know, and uh, it's it's a good chance to to find what your limits are and, um, you know, to experience in a different way, even though I've done that every year um, for a long time now. um, You know, it's it'll be different, I think, this year for sure. Yeah. Well, I'm so. hoping things start open up around here. I think, I mean, I'm we're we're just lucky we can have we can we can have competitive atmospheres at home now, where you really don't really have to even leave the house to race someone, quote unquote. Right. But um, yeah, we're still kind of in lockdown here. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I mean. Uh it's it's interesting and i still think it's it's too early to determine whether uh you know there's a shot at races this year i mean i totally respect and think you're probably onto something with just waiting till next year and not having to kind of stress about what's going to happen at the end of this year um as far as races go but i still think there's a shot in certain areas where uh these could go off i mean you know look at texas where they now are saying that they're going to allow uh, football stadiums to be at like 25% capacity pretty soon. Um, you know, I think that there is a chance that, uh, that things could open up, you know, will they certainly nobody knows really the answer to that. And I think it's still, um, a bit, uh, I, I wouldn't bet on that, you know, I'll say that, but, uh, I'm, I'm not giving up hope yet. Well, now that Brady and Gronk has left, have left, your stadium's probably going to be 25% full anyways. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good one, good one. Yeah, um, no doubt. Well, um, maybe that's why I've got my eye on Ironman Florida, so I can get down there and uh, get closer to those guys. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
Very cool. Um, but what other kind of stuff could uh, could people be focused on? I mean, I mean, you know, there's. I always, I mean, I get all these emails from past races that I've done, and I mean, these race organizers still want people to be active. So, I mean, I always see virtual races. So, I mean, the the opportunities and the chance to kind of test yourself or race against yourself or race with a small group of people, I mean, there's plenty of options out there. So, I mean, that's what I kind of tell everyone is, Pick one of those to do. I mean, if if racing is like your thing, and if you want to kind of focus on something to build up for, even though races aren't going on, I mean, there's tons of virtual meetups that you can do. Exactly right. Yep. Yeah. It's it's uh, there's there's definitely plenty of opportunities to race, um, you know, and just just cool cool different different things and. Um, you know, I was also just thinking, you know, if, if you're, you know, want to be your best when races do come around, you know, who, who do you think is going to be better off? Somebody that, that mopes around and kind of gets lazy um, and doesn't do much all summer here, or, you know, for most of this year and then kind of picks things up or somebody that devotes themselves and works on their weaknesses or gets stronger during this time and then continues to train to get ready, even if it is for races next year. Exactly. Right? Yeah. So, because this this isn't. If you look at the long term, I mean, races are going to come back, and it. We we're always. I mean, we're always talking about consistency, and just it's you build fitness over a long period of time. So this isn't wasted time at all. I mean, this is a perfect time to build fitness and work on weaknesses and. I mean, my my wife, who kind of started the sport late, she loves this time. She's like, none of my competitors can race right now, and I'm just working my ass off, and I'm getting stronger, and I'm working working on my weaknesses. I mean, she's in the lake every single day working at it, and she's definitely made some improvements. So I, I think when races start up again, she's going to surprise people. That's awesome. Yeah, looking forward to seeing that. Um, that's very cool. Yeah. So, um, good deal. And then, yeah, you know, I, I think too, it, it also, uh, always being biased here as, as coaches, but I do think you're, you're asking for it's, it takes a whole different level of discipline when you don't have somebody in your corner to help you with guidance and things right. at this time, you know, it's just, there's, there's so much, uh, uncertainty. And especially if you're somebody that is, you know, just, utterly disappointed about that race not happening you know you're gonna get down most likely and then you're gonna say oh the hell with it i'm not gonna well and you can I'm say stuff this workout. you right. can say stuff like let it rip and everything and yeah you could try to run a marathon every single week but i mean i wouldn't advise it so you you have to be smart about that kind of stuff right too. i mean you can't be like a complete jackass with your training <laughs> <laughs> exactly you're definitely asking for for trouble there and you know even just having somebody to check in and from a social aspect uh you know being in communication with your coach i, I suspect would help a lot of people um but uh certainly respect and understand uh how talent challenging this can be to everybody but uh mindset really is everything and uh you know, if you, you focus on the positive and, and taking advantage of this. Um, actually, yeah, that's right. I forgot. Uh, I'll uh, 
reaching over here for a paper. I actually forget which one of uh, which year I wrote this, but uh, I'm going to go through some long-term triathlon goals that I uh, wrote. Wrote. I think I did this in 2013, um, but um, I guess maybe this is tooting my own horn. But uh, uh, if you listen to this for a second, it's it's pretty cool when you think about goals. So. Number one was qualify for Kona again. Uh, so, yeah, certainly done that. Go sub 10 in Kona. Qualify for half Ironman World Championships. Win multiple triathlons. Become USAT All-American. Sub 930 Ironman. <laughs> sub one, uh, one hour Ironman swim split. Sub five uh, Ironman bike split. Sub 310 run split. Uh, sub 420 half Ironman sub 28 minute half Ironman swim split sub 220 bike uh, him bike split sub 125 run split raise FTP over 350 run a sub 5 minute mile do a sub 120 half marathon run 10 miles in less than an hour and qualify for the Boston Marathon in an Ironman and so how many of those do you think I've done Elliot? Um, all of them but the half wait I think you've done all of them. I was thinking about the swim, the half Ironman swim, nope. but I think you've you, done all of you're them. You're good. You're yeah. good. No, I, I, I still have yet to go sub 28 minutes. Yeah, that, that was half Ironman doing the swim. math. I'm like, wow, that's a pretty fast swim. Yeah. Um, but every a lot of these goals I've crushed. Yeah. Um, but every other one of those I've hit. And uh, I guess that's one benefit of uh, cleaning out your your workspace and, and findings and things like I this. I love but, stuff like um, that. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I was, uh, pretty humbled by this, uh, the other day when I, uh, when I saw that and, uh, I'm going to keep that around and, uh, um, make sure I'm, um, you know, it's just, uh, cool that, you know, validates that the, the hard work we put in, uh, when we set goals can, can really come true. Yeah. We, and I, uh, I, I remember hard. talking to you. I mean, we met on beginner triathlete and, yeah. We weren't anything to write. I mean, we weren't the fast guys on there. And, no. But we we both had the same kind of personality where we were going to work as hard as possible. And we were really consistent and we worked really hard. And we we logged all of our training so we could see what we, what we were up to. And, I mean, it just shows that over a period of time when you're – when you set goals and you're – consistent about training and always working hard at it i mean you've accomplished everything you wanted All right so um it's cool and this you know again if you're serious about goals and and doing these kind of things um in you know your races and whatnot there's no better time right now than to, to help get yourself into a better spot to make that happen yep so I think that's a good way to end it here, huh? Yeah. No, th- those goals are awesome. I I need to find, I need to dig through my, uh, I think everything's on my computer. I need to go through my old files and see if I can find some goals because some yeah. of the goals I wrote for myself are funnier than those. I mean, those yeah. are pretty uh, hard to achieve, but some of mine early on, I mean, I was like break four hours in a marathon. All right. <laughs> I think you've kind of done that, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Well, my, my blog title is My Road to Kona, and I started that in 2010. Yeah. And, I mean, 
I was a 11 hour Ironman finisher at first so I mean I wasn't I had a lot of work to do and been there a few times now yeah man that's right that's <laughs> right so heck yeah man so cool all right everybody well hopefully that's helpful and uh you know keep thinking about things stay positive as we uh we get through this we, we will get through it and um you know let's make the best of it here so cool signing off here colin saying uh have a good one take yeah. care everybody